Good morning, and welcome to another thrilling episode of Thoughts While I Drive to Work. Uh, this morning, we are going to be looking at another passage of scripture that uh, I appreciate and I taught on recently somewhere else, and I thought you guys might appreciate it. I don't normally like to teach while I drive, because I have to obviously read scripture, but we're going to go ahead and read it first, and then we'll discuss it as I drive to work. Okay, the scripture is Philippians chapter 4, verses 10 through 13. And they say, How I praise the Lord that you are concerned about me again. I know you have always been concerned for me, but you didn't have the chance to help me. Not that I was ever in need, for I have learned how to be content with whatever I have. I know how to live on almost nothing, or with everything. I have learned the secret of living in every situation, whether it is with a full stomach or an empty, with plenty or with little. For I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Okay, now we're going to get driving here. Alright, so, the beauty of this verse is, first of all, it is one of the most taken out of context verses in Scripture. Mainly, number 13, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Um, I've heard plenty of people just quote that as an excuse for being ill-prepared for something. Like, you know, oh, I'm going to be late for work. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Or when I was in college, more than once I heard someone be like, yeah, I didn't study for this test, but I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Um, That is not what this verse is talking about at all. It's not saying... It is not saying that you can do anything because Christ strengthens you. It's not saying you can do anything because I can do all things through Christ to strengthen me. It's not what it's saying at all. It's saying that Christ can do anything. And he gives you strength. So you can endure anything. Verse 13. And again, you have to read things in context. Context, context, context. Always interpret scripture with scripture. Two of the main rules of hermeneutical Bible study right there. So, again, we are going to interpret scripture with scripture with reading it in context. So, when Paul says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Again, he's talking about Christ can do all things. And he can give me the strength to endure all things. Because, again, reading this in context, starting back in verse 10, he tells the Philippians, I'm really happy that you've renewed your concern for me. And he's not saying that, like, they they were, like, forgetting about him or dissing him or anything like that. Like, I'm really happy you renewed your concern for me because, like, you, you were letting me down or I really needed your help. No. The church in Philippi just, for some reason, was unable to help him. Maybe they didn't know where he was. Maybe um, they themselves were going through financial trouble. They, they, they couldn't help him. Verse 11. And this is where it gets good. Not that I was ever in need. So he says, you know, hey, thanks for the help, but I was actually never in need. That's a funny statement from Paul. Anyone who's um, learned on scripture and has read about the Apostle Paul knows that there are plenty of times the Apostle Paul is in need. Um, Plenty of times. I can think. Paul did not have an easy life. Shipwrecked a couple times, bitten by snakes, thought to be Greek gods and could have been like set himself up as a god to be worshipped, thrown in prison, beaten, stoned, run out of town, chased across countries by angry mobs. Um, But he says, I was never in need. For I have learned to be content with whatever I have. 
So again, he's learning. This is kind of talking about more like he's talking in context with the financial support that the church at Philippi is giving him. Because again, he says, how I praise the Lord that you were concerned about me again. Going around a corner here. I praise the Lord how you were concerned about me again, but I know that you didn't have the chance to help me. So, it's more than likely they're talking about financial support here, but it could also be prayer. But the prayer doesn't really make sense, if you think about it, because it says that they didn't have the chance to help him. And you always have the chance to pray for somebody. So, most people agree this is mainly like financial support. Could also be lodging. Could also be food. But again, those are things that stem off of financial support. So, but, <clears throat> that is regardless. But it does leave some context to this verse. A couple verses. Back to verse 11. Not that I was ever in need. He says, not that I was ever in need. Not that I'm not in need right now. But no, not that I was ever in need. For I have learned to be content with whatever I have. So whatever he has at that moment, he's content with. Going on to verse 12. I know how to live on almost nothing. Or with everything. I have learned the secret of living in every situation whether with a full belly or with empty. Okay. I know how to live on nothing or with everything. So there are times in Paul's life, obviously he worked as a tent maker throughout his ministry also, because um, he had to support himself. He, he had to. He was not a supported missionary. It's not like the church in Jerusalem and the disciples were throwing cash at him so he could go on these missionary journeys. No, he supported himself. Um, and he, I mean, he obviously took donations from, from churches and stuff, as we can see in the beginning of this section of scripture, but he supported himself a lot. But he says, I've learned to be content with almost nothing or with everything. So these verses are about being happy with what God has given you. And in turn, using what God has given you to pursue him and pursue furthering his goals um, and furthering his kingdom. He says, I've learned the secret of living in any situation, whether with a full belly or with empty. There's plenty of times where Paul is hungry in Scripture. Plenty of times. I've learned the situation. I've learned the secret of living in any situation. And that secret is being content. It's about being it's about having your goal and knowing what your goal is and then pursuing that goal with what God has given you. Because if you're pursuing God's goal, if you're pursuing the goal of furthering his kingdom, of evangelizing to his children, God will provide for you. If it's, if it's for God, God will provide for you, but you have to be happy with the way that he does says, I can be happy. God doesn't promise that you're going to be full. God doesn't promise that you're going to be rich. God doesn't promise any of these things. But he does ask us to further his kingdom. He does command us to go make disciples of every nation, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Go and teach them to obey all I've commanded. And I'll be with you till the end of the age. <clears throat> so he commands us to go. Paul goes. 
And as we've already mentioned, many of his hardships that he does, but he says that he's content. And he's learned the secret of being content. And that secret is knowing that God will provide for him. And that is why now when we get back to verse 13, it actually makes more sense. Sorry, going back to the end of 12. Hard to do this while I'm driving. Um, Going back to the verse 12, he says, I've learned how to live with a full stomach or with an empty, with plenty or with little. Again, talking about food, talking about possessions, talking about money. Those things don't matter. He's learned how to be content. Because what God has given him is what God has given him. And he's going to praise God for it. Then going back to verse 13 where it now all comes together again. For I can do everything through Christ who strengthens me. Bam. So it's talking about hardship. It's talking about having endurance. It's talking about contentment in verse 13. When it says I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Yeah. It's talking about I can do all these things and I'm going through hardship. I'm doing something hard and I can do it because Christ strengthens me. I'm going through persecution. I'm going through trials. But I can do it because Christ strengthens me. Because Christ is where strength comes from. Christ is where power comes from. Christ is where happiness comes from. So I can endure these trials. I can endure this empty belly. I can endure this hardship. I can endure, Paul's case, being stoned. I can endure being driven out of town. Because Christ gives me the strength to endure these things so that I can continue to further his kingdom, glorify him, pursue his will, be more Christ-like. I can do all these things amidst immeasurable hardship because Christ strengthens me. Because I am content with my lot in life and living for the Lord, I'm content with that. I'm content with what God has given me. I'm content with the empty belly. I'm content with having no money. I'm content with having a lot of money. I'm content with having a full belly. I'm content with all these things. I'm also content with the bad because Christ strengthens me because I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. It's not talking about necessarily good things. It's not talking about necessarily actions. Um, when I was going through Fire Academy, there was a guy who, like, before physical tests, would repeat that verse to himself. And I'm like, dude, that's not what that verse is talking about. I didn't have, I didn't really have the heart to tell him, but I'm like, yeah, we're going through a pretty arduous physical exam here, and you're not prepared at all, first of all, because you didn't practice, and you're, like, 200 pounds overweight. I'm sorry, if it was God's will, yes, you could make it through this test. But God also wants you to be your best self so that you can further his kingdom and work for him. And you can't be a firefighter if you are 200 pounds overweight and you don't ever practice anything. So I'm willing to bet you're not going to pass this test regardless of your misinterpretation of scripture. Um, Needless to say, yeah, he didn't pass the test. He washed out on his first day. Because again, not what that verse is talking about. It's talking about suffering in Christ's name to be more like him and further his kingdom. We're talking about persecution. 
It's talking about how you can endure all these things and not only endure them, because endure sounds like, you know, an arduous, bad term. Um, it's really not, in my opinion. To be able to endure something and come out on the other side stronger, I think, is one of the most beautiful things in the world. And I think, especially our younger generation, has lost sight of that because they're soft and they don't uh, ever work for anything. And when they do work for something, they expect everyone to pat them on the back and give them a cookie. I don't know how many times I've heard young people, it's like, oh yeah, I worked seven days in a row, and I was the only person on shift, and where, where, where? What, you want a cookie? Congratulations, that's called being an adult. Like, no one's going to congratulate you for that. Maybe your mom, but do you really want sympathy from your mom? And if you're looking for sympathy, what are your real reasons for doing it? I digress. But endurance, he talks about not only enduring these hardships, but being content with them, being happy. You know, you can find contentment. You don't need the Rolls Royce and the 24 karat covered gold steak. You don't need these things. Those are things that this world is trying to distract you with so you don't further God's kingdom. You don't need them. Well, guys, hopefully that was helpful to you in um, interpreting this section of scripture. I'm going to go ahead and pray for us. Dear Jesus, thank you for this day. Thank you that we had a good drive to work. And I just pray that for my listeners, that they got something out of this and they appreciated it. I pray for my day, that it would just be well. In your name, amen. All right, see you guys later.